welcome to the Once Again Podcast. We are your hosts, Ashley and Jason. In today's episode, we will be discussing the first three episodes of the 2023 Disney Plus series, Ahsoka. And I guess I should, I don't have a note in here, but I guess I should say spoilers ahead because we're not good about not being spoilery. That would be boring. Yes. (laughs) Also known as Star Wars Ahsoka, it is an American television miniseries created and written by Dave Filoni for Disney+. It is part of the Star Wars franchise and a spin-off from the series The Mandalorian, taking place in the same time frame as that series and its other interconnected spin-off series after the events of Return of the Jedi, while also serving as a continuation to the animated series Star Wars Rebels. The series follows Ahsoka Tano as she investigates an emerging threat to the galaxy following the fall of the Empire. Rosario Dawson stars as Ahsoka Tano, reprising her role from The Mandalorian. The character was created for the animated series Star Wars The Clone Wars and was voiced by Ashley Eckstein and made her live-action debut in the second season of The Mandalorian. A spin-off series focused on the character was announced in December of 2020, with Dawson reprising her role and Filoni set as writer as he co-created the character. Filming began in early May of 2022, when multiple characters from Rebels were revealed to be appearing and wrapped in October. In April of 2023, additional castings were revealed, highlighted by Mars Mickelson reprising his Rebels role of Grand Admiral Thrawn, and the series was confirmed to be continuing the story established in Rebels. Ahsoka will consist of eight episodes, the first two which premiered on August of uh, August 22nd, 2023, and is scheduled to conclude on October 3rd. Created by Dave Filoni, based on Star Wars by George Lucas. Written by Dave Filoni, music composer Kevin Kiner. Starring Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano, Natasha Lou Bordizo as Sabine Wren, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Hera Sandula, Ray Stevenson as Balin Skull, Ivana Sahako as Shinhati, Diana Lee Insonato as Morgan Elsbeth, David Tennant as Hu Yang, Emin Estefani as Ezra Bridger, Evan Witten as Jason Sindula, Genevieve O'Reilly as Mon Mothma, and Lars Mikkelsen as Grand Admiral Thrawn. Very nicely done, mm-hmm. especially since I missed having the as in there for uh, Evan Witten. Um... Sorry about that. I won't, I won't make that mistake again. All right. So I have, you know, some summaries here from the... Do you want to go in the episode order? Or do you want to just talk about whatever with it? Like, do you think we should get our feelings out of the way? Or do you want to go episode by episode? Cause I'll I be... feel like we can go a little episode by episode, but also <laughs> probably well, just be... get our feelings out. I'll be honest. Um, the first episode I had to watch four, four times <laughs> because I fell asleep. <laughs> Uh, three of those times watching it. I won't lie. I think the first two episodes were very, like, difficult to watch. But I think that's because they were trying to set it up. Yeah. Especially for people that didn't watch Rebels. Like, I know you didn't watch all the episodes. I didn't really watch it. Like, I know enough about it. But, like, you know, I think it was to set up all the people that have never seen Rebels. Yeah. The only episodes of Rebels I watched were the ones with Maul in them, because that, that was the only ones, or the only ones that I was interested in. It's it, it very much like Clone Wars. I know it had the same thing. It started off very, very kid-friendly, and then later on was more geared towards adults, but I just, you know, I didn't have the time, and I wasn't, like, you know, 
there's already too much Star Wars stuff, isn't it? Oh, 100%. So, so I'm, I'm not, maybe I'll go back and watch it at some point. Because um, I wasn't a big Thrawn head previously, but uh, having listened to the old canon books, and now I'm starting the new one, which the new one's very interesting, I do have to say. I like, not to dive into something too separate, but I like that we get what Thrawn's thinking about people as he's talking to them mm-hmm. in it. I think that's really cool. Because in the old books, it was just like, oh, he's super smart because he knows what everyone's going to do before they, they, they do it. But in the new canon, we get like little details about how he's noticing characters, like what they mm-hmm. do. And I, I really like when his first meeting of Palpatine, he can't really get a full read on him. Like he's like, oh, this guy. Because I'm like, it shows off like how cool Palpatine is too. But diving back into this. Um, the first episode is called Part 1, Master and Apprentice. It was written and directed by Dave Filoni, and it premiered August 22nd, 2023. So we start off with Ahsoka going through, like, this temple, and the thing that I thought was really cool was that it's a Night Sisters temple. Yeah. Like, that you see their art on the wall, well, their carvings on the wall, I guess, and then it just gets said to us later by one of the Night Sisters who's still alive, which is really cool, because anytime you expand the universe like that for me with, you know, magic and stuff, like... It's just a different form of the Force, but I, I'm like, yes, this is what I want out of Star Wars. I want it to be bigger. Um, yeah, yeah. Bit, especially, like, something with the Force. Like, it's nice to see other people using it in, like, different ways, especially in live action and not in, like, random book form that yeah. most people are never going to read or see the light of day. Yeah. Or having a character go into the world between worlds and pull Ahsoka in there and everything, too. Yes. But we'll get around to that character in a little bit, because mm-hmm. he's brought up in this episode uh, quite heavily. Um, but yeah, uh, she does her little Indiana Jones adventure and comes out with a little, you know... You know, and I saw a lot of people that complained that they thought that that scene took too long. It did. It I, did, I felt, 100%. I fell asleep twice during <laughs> that. That's why. Yeah. The, the two of the time, and like the the first time was just nodding off. So like I woke up and I was like, oh, I must have missed most of it. So I went back and I was like, oh no, I was I saw the whole, like I fell asleep and like instantly woke up the first time. But uh, I I did I while it was a little boring, I did like seeing like I said the Night Sisters again uh, like, just the expansion bringing them into live action canon. I guess you can say now, and we cut to I forget what the planet is. But they're celebrating the Rebels characters. They have a little mural that's made mm-hmm. for them. Which I'm like, yeah, they're going to celebrate them now? Hasn't it been like 20 years since they did what they did? And but whatever. They're celebrating the Rebels characters. And the mural looks exactly like the cartoon. <laughs> which bothers me. Because we've seen art in Star Wars before. They would make them look like people. But I wonder what Thrawn would say about the art. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he would have very strong opinions about that culture and their art. And we get... Um, uh, Clancy Brown is there for him. He's the governor of the planet, and he he's to introduce uh, Sabine, who, I, I, I guess we should address it now because I talked to you about this uh, off our recording. I mistakenly took you to say Satine when we were discussing Obi-Wan and characters that he could hook up with, and I said, no, she's dead. But you did mean Sabine. You were correct. You yes. said Sabine, but I... Forgive me for getting my Mandalorians, uh, Sabine and Satine, <laughs> confused. Yeah, um, But yes, we meet uh, Sabine and, uh, you know, she's off on, she doesn't want to be part of the celebration for whatever, to show off how yeah, cool she is. Don't blame her, though. Yeah. Like, and these two pilots are coming after her and she's on her little motorcycle and then she and dives. she's being a badass. Yeah, she dives under the one ship and they're like, oh, well, she's a badass. And then we see probably the best character ever. 
The lost cat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her little pet one. Yeah, I literally, every second he's on the screen, I'm like, I would die for it. Yeah. I would die for it. That's that's it. (laughs) We get to see her little Mandalorian mask for a moment. And uh, then Ahsoka, and cut to her having a conversation with, uh, what was her name? uh, Sadula? Sadula. Yeah. uh, Hera Sadula. And uh, she's like, well, I can't figure out this map. And Sadula's like, well, you know who can? Sabine, your former apprentice. <laughs> and so Ahsoka shows up and she's like, hey, uh, I could use your help. By the way, here's this map. Uh, don't take it off my ship. Uh, I want uh, Now I'm going to go over here. Don't do anything while I'm over there. And she comes back and Sabine is left and she's back at her apartment. And, she... and you know somewhere Obi-Wan and Anakin are having a good chuckle, like... <laughs> yeah, they're forced yeah. ghosts are laughing. <laughs> having a good this. chuckle, like, oh, yeah. sucks to have a shitty apprentice not listening to you, right? <laughs> oh, I, I forgot to mention the two fake Jedi that show up at a certain point, which that ship was, again, very Star Trek looking, like the inside, the captain mm-hmm. sitting in the middle, having two pilots below Yeah, him it was a little head. weird. Yeah, I, the thing about... Uh, one of the things that I realized that made it even more Star Trek is that it's super clean. Like, Star Wars is a dirty universe. Like, Or at least that's what we were exposed to. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe the Empire's clean, but, like, the Rebels and everything had dirty ships and stuff like that. So now that we're... Like, granted, it's the new uh, Republic and everything like that, so I guess it would be a clean ship. But I was like, this gives it more of a Star Trek feeling, having it be clean. and Like, I want dirty Star Wars ships, like, like, with, like the Millennium Falcon and everything. But um, these two Jedi show up, they give an old... Jedi clearance code. Uh, it's an old code, but it checks out. And uh, they get let onto the ship, and then they kill everyone that's on there. And free. And like, and nobody believes they're Jedi, too. Yeah. They're like, hmm, yeah. weird they're using that code. Let them yeah. on anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and and they're like, oh, well, here... Uh, or no, they actually... The, I forget his name, but he says, like, well, you're right about one thing. We're no Jedi. Cue their red lightsabers, and they start killing everybody. And they free Morgan... Uh, Oh no, that's that's the witch. Excuse me. Oh no, that isn't the witch. That's that is who they free. Morgan, Elsbeth, um, and they take her, and she's like, "Oh, Ahsoka knows about or where to find that little map and everything." And then they show up at well, the the girl one shows up at Sabine's place, and they have a lightsaber fight, but Sabine's not fully trained, so she gets stabbed. Um, she survives though. And she doesn't pull a Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, she gets stabbed in the chest, but she still survives. And then that's that leads into episode two. Uh, part two, Toil and Trouble, written by Dave Filoni and directed by Steph Green. And it also premiered August 22nd, 2023. Which I, I said before in our previous recordings, I feel like when Disney Plus doesn't have faith in something, they do the first two episodes. So I think they did that did that again here. Like it was like, oh, here's I the first. I think they do the first two episodes quite frequently, though. Too. Did Obi Wan do the first two episodes? Yes. Okay. Because I I remember I don't think Loki did, but I remember Loki was very short though. But I remember um, WandaVision did the first two episodes as well. So I feel like it, I think I, from my my perspective, I think they think oh people are probably aren't going to watch this unless we give them more. Like, you know, I'd like to see the length of things though because I feel like the things that haven't had double episodes were like six episode, four episodes. Yeah, and that's why. Yeah, no, you're probably right. But so what happens in episode two? Um, Skull and Hadi. I guess that's their names. They're the two evil Jedi slash Sith slash whatever they are. 
Um, we keep saying evil, but I don't even like. They're very like chaotic eh, neutral. Yeah, chaotic neutral. Like yeah, eh, we don't really trust Elspeth and whatever she's doing, but yeah. also like. Well, because she's one of the Night Sisters, like she's yeah. a witch and everything, uh, which I kind of like how the two of them, her and uh, Skull, like feed off each other. Like they're like one of them like senses something and the other one doesn't. And they're asking like, oh, what what do you think about that? Like. They don't trust each other, like you said, you're right, but, like, they're, they're like, oh, you know, I don't see anything wrong with this, well, I do, blah, blah, Like, it's kind of, because they have different uh, paths of the Force, so, I, I don't know, I kind of like that a little bit, but we're with uh, Ahsoka, and she, you know, is getting Sabine to rest up and heal up and everything, and she goes back to Sabine's apartment, and uh, she finds one of the droids still there, because... Um, that's that's what the two is that like these droids kind of look a little Darth Vadery like they have capes yeah. and the masks and everything like that. They're wearing clothes. It's a little weird. Yeah, but she fight she fights it, takes its head, um, and then goes back to Sabine. And Sabine's like, "Oh, if I uh, do this hacking thing properly, I'll figure out where it came from." And blah blah blah. And uh, David Tennant's there as a robot, and he he's like, "No, it'll explode and kill us all." He's kind of a little C three PO in that way. Um, <laughs> But she does it correctly in just the right amount of time, and they find out that it, it came from a New Republic planet, and, like, mm-hmm. they go there because they're like, what what's going on? And it turns out where it was, everyone that was there used to work for the Empire, but now, oh, no, they're going to be loyal to the New Republic. They're businessmen. Like, that's, you know, they don't... They, and ah- Ahsoka's like, oh, well... They stole something from us, and we need to get it. Oh, and it's on that ship right there. Stop that ship. And they're like, no, we can't do that. And she's like, no, I, um, they're with... Uh, uh, God. Hera, Hera's there, and she's yeah. like, "I am a general. Yeah, I'm a ge- Stop the ship!" And yeah. they're like, "No!" And no. then there's a fight, and everybody yeah. dies. And one guy yells, "Long live the Empire!" <laughs> and they fight, <laughs> and eventually, they man- Chopper manages to put a tracking device on the ship that's leaving. Um, because of course, Chopper is our savior. <laughs> yeah, they're a little war criminal droid. Um, so anyway, they they get there, and it turns out that. Um, Skull, Hottie, and uh, Elizabeth are building a uh, giant, giant ring ship. Yeah, the, the hyper hyperdrive, like hyperspace ship, like thing that's got like seven of them on it or something. That's it's kind of cool. Freaking wild. And then there's a character who fights Ahsoka named Marak or Mar- Merrick. Merrick. Um, he's Ezra. I'm just saying it right now. Like he's he's wearing the same exact helmet that uh, Caden, Kalen, whatever the Freddie Kanan. Prince Jr.'s Kanan. Yeah, he's wearing the same helmet that he wore in Rebels, except it's all black, and he could fight Ahsoka to a standstill. And his voice is modulated, so we can't hear his voice correctly. He's a he's uh he's Ezra. Like it's just that's going to be episode five reveal or episode six reveal or something. But he's Ezra, and we don't know. You know. I, well, like, here's my thing. If it is Ezra, there's, like, one of the few things that happened, right? Like, like spending too much time with Thrawn, he's, like, convinced now that the dark side is good. Step one. Step t- that's, like, option one. Yeah. Option two is that he's just literally infiltrating and just biding his time. Or some sort of three, like, he kind of agrees, but he's doing his own thing and he's kind of just... I think it's going to be three. Of what you've well, like out. I said, because I think even uh, Skull and Hathi are both like chaotic. They're, yeah, they're on board, but they're not like on board. Yeah. They're not like long live the Empire. They're like, 
You just are trying to get Thon back, I guess. Yeah. Like, they're involved. Like, everybody, all the, like, Sith characters feel very involved, but not, like, we are here to do this thing. Like, they're not in charge, which is unusual, because usually with the Sith, like, Vader would be in charge. Right. Here, none of the Sith characters are in charge here. Yeah. They're, they're just, just there. They're pawns. Like, there like, is no master in charge. It's just, master and apprentice are obeying someone else, which yeah. is... Very Jedi-like. Yeah. But, you know, Skull was a Jedi, so, like... Yeah. At least a Padawan, if not a fully trained Jedi. Like, when... I... It's hard to tell the exact age of, like, the characters and everything. Like, Hu Yang didn't really specify. Yeah. And even at that, like... Probably the Rebels character should be older than they actually are in this, but... Yeah. Um, you know, like, Ahsoka's a different species, so she could age differently, but, you know, who knows? Um... But yeah, they basically they're they're trying to find Thrawn. I I don't. I guess just for the imp, it's kind of weird because it's a Night Sister and two fallen Jedi, or at least one fallen Jedi and their apprentice, and then the guy who's going to secretly turn out to be Ezra are trying to find Thrawn for some reason. Like maybe it's to fight um not the Chiss, that's Thrawn's species, but maybe they're worried about uh the species that Thrawn's always worried about um. Uh. Who, I can't the think of Grisk? The... I Grisk. think that's what I, I think said. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, maybe they're like trying to find Thrawn to fight those people or something. You know, it's it's a longer series than what we've gotten before. It's it's going to be eight episodes instead of six. Mm-hmm. So, but then we move on to part three, "Time to Fly," written by Dave Filoni and directed by Steph Green, and it premiered August 29th, twenty ninth, twenty twenty three. Um, so in this, I I said Filoni needs to stop with this episode because there were too many call there there were too many callbacks. Ahsoka puts a blast shield over uh, Sabine's head, and S- Sabine's like, "Oh, but with the blast shield down, I can't see. How am I gonna fight?" And then later in the episode, they're being attacked by ships, and Sabine blows one up, and she goes, "I got it." And uh, Ahsoka basically says, "Great kid, don't get cocky." And I was like, "Okay, Dave Filoni, I get it. You love Star Wars. I love Star Wars too. That's enough. That's enough of that. Now stop." Um, uh. But yeah, uh, that that was my takeaway from this episode. Um, but yeah, they're they're tracking down this evil organization. Um, I guess some semi empire characters that they're tracking down, uh, or, or at least characters who are using the empire. Because yes. that's that's the thing about Thrawn is that Thrawn was loyal to the empire, but also used it to his advantage as well. Like it was to make an alliance to save his people. Well, again, it seems interesting that they're like, we need General Thrawn to yeah. like bring the empire back. Like, yeah. Well, he is smarter than everyone else, so I don't know. Although I don't know what he would do against Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and Leia, I guess, at this point, too, because Leia would seemingly be trained. Um, but anyway, uh, they followed them to this planet, and that you know they have a little spaceship fight, and that's um, uh, Hera goes off to get uh, rebel forces to back them mm-hmm. up and everything, and the rebel forces led by Mon Mothma are like, no, we're not going to do that. And there's this one senator that's like, oh, this is the shady senator. Like, don't trust him because Hera even calls him out and says, like, what did you do during the war? Oh, nothing. You just waited to see who would win. Uh, well, we always need our politician that we hate. Yeah, yeah. But they're like, no, no backup for Ahsoka and anything. Um, so they're on this planet and they basically get shot down. Uh, they're they're going to hide out on the planet. And while they're while they were 
having their little space fight. Uh, Huin or whatever his Hu name. Hu Yang. David Tennant. He down he downloads information from the enemy ship. I guess it was just broadcasting it through Wi-Fi or something. <laughs> but he downloads information from their ship, and he shuts down after that happens. And then they land on the planet, and uh, the Ezra character, who's not Ezra, revealed and to be Ezra yet. the pod of Purgle show up, the space yes. whales. Yes, okay. Which gives me more credence to your idea that it is Ezra, because like, he's very associated with the Purgles, so like... Yeah. It's Ezra. I'm calling it now. <laughs> I called it, uh, you know, it, I, I, if I had watched episode two right after episode one, I would have called it then. But, because um, he shows, that's when he has this fight with Ahsoka and everything like that. But I, I'm calling it now because I watched two and three today. Um, so yeah, I'm calling the, that it's Ezra right, right here, right now. But yeah, so they're just stranded on the planet for right now. They're waiting to escape, pretty much. And that's where we're left off with, I, I, don't, I don't think anything else really happened. It was there. No, just that they discovered the, the ship that's got the seven yep. hyperdrives and everything like that. And that's that. All right. Well, do you have anything else you want to say about it? or? I just want to see Thrawn, even though I know we're not going to see him probably for another, like, two or three episodes. Mm. And I think the first shot that we see of him is going to be what we saw in the trailer of him walking into a room from behind. End of episode. <laughs> like, end of, like, we're not going to get to hear him speak until the episode after that. That'll probably be, like, the episode five end, and then episode six is when he starts talking yeah. or something. Um, but, yeah. I do think it's got potential. I think it's going to be. I, I think it's going to be good. I think this is very good for lore things. Yeah. Like, it's interesting. It's not like Obi Wan where we're like, okay, so Obi Wan was doing stupid shit. Yeah. While he was hiding out, not like anything useful. And while the first episode was kind of boring, like I said, I did fall asleep four times watching it. This has very, like you said, very interesting lore things. And I think it's got potential to go places. Obi Wan didn't. Obi Wan didn't have potential to go places. Like they shouldn't even have had him invade or. Here's the thing: is I think we're kind of setting ourselves up for like, however we're getting to, like, the future. Like I don't know if we're gonna figure out how Snoke happens, mm -hmm. but like we're getting towards that. Basically, we're getting towards like. However the Emperor comes back through Snoke, like, we're getting, we're gonna get answers towards that, at least. I don't, maybe not the exact, like, this is how this happened, but we're, like, gonna push that way. Oh, yeah. Which the storyline has yet to do, really. Like, we're missing a lot of gap years where there's zero answers. The thing about this, too, is that it has, I doubt that they will do this, but it has potential every character could die. Mm-hmm. Like, we know at some point Ahsoka has to die because she speaks to Rey in episode 9 when mm -hmm. all the Jedi are talking to her and everything. So, uh, you know, Ahsoka could die in this, and Sabine could die, mm -hmm. and Ezra could die, Thrawn could die, you know? Like, and any, any like, it's, it's got stakes, this thing. Obi-Wan didn't well, have stakes. Well, I mean, stakes. like, here's the thing. If Thrawn was alive, wouldn't we see him? So, like, unless he just went back to the Chiefs, but, like, he's basically banned forever, so, like... Yeah, it's sort of like the way that the characters are referring to it is that he was exiled almost by the emp like the empire. Like they talk about, but like no, like we know from rebels, uh, basically Ezra tricked them and like blasted off with them, like Team Rocket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like that, like so I don't I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see what happens when he throws up or when he throws up when he shows <laughs> up. Um, 
But shows up throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> all right. With all that out of the way, that concludes this week's episode of the Once Again Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Any questions, comments, or critiques can be addressed to our email at onceagainpod at gmail.com. Follow us at Once Again Pod, all one word, on X and Instagram. <laughs> if you're feeling generous and would like to contribute to the podcast, we have several tiers available on patreon.com slash onceagainpod. Also, a like and a share would be greatly appreciated. Thank you and have a wonderful day. And remember, we will entertain you. We will always entertain you.